Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Bangladeshi textile workers in the ready-made garment industry have been taking industrial action for most of this year in pursuit of an increase in the minimum wage to meet soaring prices on basic commodities owing to an economic inflation crisis. These protests have been met with fierce repression, including reports of at least four workers having been killed by police and more than 11,000 being charged with violence and vandalism. The Secretary of Bangladesh Garment Workers Solidarity and a garment worker himself, Babul Hussain, was kidnapped in October and then discovered as being arrested on November 14. He's facing trumped-up charges and false allegations related to setting a car on fire. The Bangladeshi government is using violence, torture, disappearances and arrests to try to stifle what is the biggest uprising of garment workers in over a decade. And meanwhile, workers remain malnourished and struggling to meet the basic requirements of life. My guest today is the president of Bangladeshi Garment Workers Solidarity, Taslima Akhtar. I'm Taslima Akhtar, president of Bangladesh Garment Workers Solidarity. I'm also a photographer um, and faculty member of Patshala South Asian Media Institute. Thank you. Bangladeshi workers have been fighting for a wage increase. Tell us about the campaign. Actually, from our organization, and we have an alliance of 10 uh, national garment workers organization named uh, Garment Workers Movement for Increasing Wage. Uh, for last uh, one year, more than one year, we have been uh, campaigning for uh, increasing wage of Bangladeshi garment workers. Uh, you know that the Bangladeshi garment workers are now getting only 8,000 taka, which is very close to $73. And we uh, we have been demanding for last one year for 25,000 taka, uh, which is close to $215. And for the price hike and inflation, uh, it is very difficult for garment workers to survive with only 8,000 taka. So um, last one year we were campaigning uh, on this and uh, last um, 9th April government made a wage board uh, and after six months they declared a wage um, like uh, 12,500 taka which is uh, not our expected one and after that, uh, in uh, our country, within workers' area and factory, there is a spontaneous movement started. And still we are demanding uh, government to reassess the uh, declared wage. Uh, so these are the things going on. Uh, but we don't think that uh, Bangladeshi government worker can survive only with 8,000 or the announced amount, like 12,500 taka. Um, so we are uh, campaigning for the increase of uh, their wage, minimum wage, yeah. And is this a nationwide pay rise campaign or is it targeted at a particular industry? 
Uh, it is uh, not for the national minimum wage. In our country, we don't have any uh, national minimum wage scale, uh, but we have um, different uh, wage scale um, that uh, determined by government. So we are demanding only for the garment industry workers uh, wage. So this campaign is only for uh, garment workers wage, yeah. Um, why are garment workers in Bangladesh, why are their wages so low? Do you have a political analysis and understanding of why garment workers' wages are so low? After 80s, 1980, uh, in Bangladesh, uh, the garment industry is developing and a new labor, labor force, new women labor force also in this sector. Um, but uh, you know that uh, we are also uh, living in a political uh, situation where the capitalist uh, system is going on. And uh, uh, that's why I, I think that our government, our owner, and the international brands, they want to um, do profit uh, through the cheap uh, worker. Uh, so they want to profit, but they don't want to share the profit with the workers. So, But uh, we believe that in Bangladesh, um, Bangladeshi garment industry is now developing, and it's uh, more than 84% foreign export come from this sector. And um, last for the after COVID and after Russia Ukraine war and the whole international economy is also so difficult. Uh, and for the price hike and the inflation, uh, with all this situation, it is very difficult for workers to uh, survive with only eight thousand taka. But we believe that our owners are able to. We'll give them more and if the international brands, our owner and government, they work together uh, for the well-being of workers, then maybe they can give more, but they're not ready to pay or ready to share uh, their profit uh, with the workers. I think these are the reason for the low price or low uh, wage of Bangladeshi garment worker. And we know that the issue is not just wages, even though that is the most pressing issue. Can you tell us a bit about working conditions for Bangladeshi garment workers? Uh, in Bangladesh, more than 4 million workers are working in this sector, and near about 60% are women. But um, after Rana Plaza, uh, Palaps and Tazreen fire, you know that more than 100 workers died in 2012 uh, when Tazreen fire happened. Today is the 11th anniversary of Tazreen fire. And just after a few months, uh, in 2013, uh, Rana Plaza collapse happened and more than 1,000 workers died. And after that, uh, we thought that maybe um, our workers uh, will get a new life uh, but uh, we see that uh, after uh, Rana Plaza, our owner, entrepreneur, um, government and international brands, all of them are trying to say that they are more conscious about the uh, wage, about the safety and trade union rights. But all these promises um, are in paper, but not in practice. We saw some, uh, we see some difference uh, after Rana Plaza. 
especially uh, some development of our industry infrastructure. In last few years, we haven't seen that much big incident or structural killing in uh, garment industry. But uh, if you look at workers' face, uh, they are very young, but after working three, four years, uh, they start to lose their youth, uh, their beauty from their face because they have to work more than eight hours. As per law, they have to work eight hours and they can do four hours overtime, but they bound to uh, do overtime without doing overtime. They cannot survive with the wage scale and um, they faces lots of problems especially as per constitution any person can organize uh, any person worker can express their opinion but in practice they cannot do uh, their trade they cannot access their trade union rights and our trade union is highly polluted in our country so um, bangladesh garment workers um, are facing many problems like their wage problem, safety problem, and trade union problem. Especially sometimes our owners want to say safety is uh, related with the factory infrastructure and other things, but we don't think that uh, safety is only related with the building in infrastructure or these things. Safety also depends and related with workers' wage, their daily life, uh, their working environment with all this. But we don't think that uh, uh, our workers are living in a good life or actually uh, most of the workers, they come from remote village uh, with the hope of have a new life, but they have to work more than 12 hours, 14 hours, and they don't have enough weekend the women workers, they have to face lots of problems, uh, like uh, they have to work long hours. Female workers, they have to finish their household work and also they have to do the factory worker work. So uh, they are burdened by two types of uh, load uh, at home and at factory. So these are the things going on. So we think that our industry has changed. And they are improving. They are getting more income and profit from this sector. But our Bangladeshi government workers who are part of our development and who uh, are sacrificing their youth for the development of economy, they are not getting any uh, benefit from the development. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. My guest today is Taslima Akhtar. She's the president of the Bangladeshi Garment Workers Solidarity. She's speaking to me today about the current strike and protest wave amongst Bangladeshi garment workers for an increase to their minimum wage. Well, this wage rise campaign, I mean, you've talked a lot about the issues in the industry. I know that the industry is focusing on a wage rise campaign. Even that has been met with such fierce repression, including the disappearance and then arrest of your union's secretary. Presumably other union leaders and activists have been disappeared or arrested or even killed. Can you tell us about the circumstances specifically leading to the arrest of your secretary? We are so uh, disappointed with um, with what actually going on in 
our country, especially for the garment workers, because they demanded the increase of their wage. This is not their fault. This is uh, their right to raise their voice for the insurity of uh, assurance of their males. But when we reject uh, the announced 12,500 taka, uh, we saw that repression started on government workers. And our General Secretary Babul Hussein also arrested. And when he was arrested, we couldn't get any information. We sent him to meet the dead workers' family and wounded workers' family who were dead in this wage movement. Maybe you know that four workers died and many workers arrested and many workers um, got tortured. So uh, we sent him to another district, Ghazipur, to meet uh, those people and also uh, meet our organizational member. But we couldn't get any information about him. He was missing for more than four, 20 hours. Then we found that uh, he arrested by DB police. Uh, he arrested uh, for um, a false case uh, just uh, on him and it, totally a framed case that he... So we understood that all these kinds of arrest, torture, repression, uh, all these uh, are going on for uh, actually to control our movement, to stop our voice. So these are the things going on in our country. And we think as per constitution, our right to express our views, uh, we, we, our right, uh, we, we can reject anything. And we demanded the reassessment and also we demanded 25,000 taka for workers. But uh, our owner government, they are very much angry on us and they try to control the movement, I think, through uh, arresting Babul Hussein or other garment leader and other workers. And now uh, in workers' area, most of the workers' leader and workers are also living in a, a fear, a fear of arrest. Uh, they couldn't stay at home. They think that maybe uh, police will arrest them if they stay at home. Sometimes uh, local goons, when the, they started a spontaneous uh, movement after getting the information about uh, government declaration of wage, and which is uh, far away from their expectation. So when they started movement, then the owner closed many factories and... Uh, the different area, local moon, police, tortured on uh, workers. So um, this is uh, sometimes we feel that we are like a foreign uh, feeling that we are living in our own country, but we don't feel freedom to say uh, about our views. What other forms of repression have been used against the workers taking action in support of the wage rise campaign? Actually, when um, now many factory uh, opened again because uh, workers are afraid and they are totally depend on their wage, and many factory owners closed uh, their factory um, with thirteen uh, A clause of law, through which workers will not get their payment when they will not work. So this is another way of repression. And when they started uh, protests in different area for their uh, wage, the owner government, uh, they used police and local goon to 
make uh, fear and sometimes they do torture on them. So many things happening and also um, uh, they terminate some worker and um, sometimes they make blacklist of workers. So they try to find different way and mostly they want to spread fear. Fear is a strong weapon now by arresting workers, leader, arresting workers. They want to spread fear within all workers that they can stop the movement. Well, another way that they're doing that, you talked a lot about the repression on the workers, which is completely understandable in relation to trying to control the movement. But another way that they do that is this development of yellow unions. Can you explain the role of yellow unions in the labour movement in Bangladesh? After uh, Rana Plaza and Tasreen, um, we saw that uh, in our country, the number of uh, union is increased, but we find this union, most of the union are in paper. It is very difficult to practice a real union in our country and getting the registration of union is highly polluted and highly politically. It depends uh, uh, if you have good connection with government or if you have good connection with any international uh, sub, if you have international strong support. It depends on many things, but um, uh, there is not enough space for workers to learn from union practice. Mostly the union is polluted and that is the uh, that is one of the big reason that uh, in our country there is not enough a real union that is uh, easy for the owner and government to control worker and you know that if the worker become more aware about their right that will create impact not only on workers movement also on struggle of democracy and other things so our government and owner is always aware about uh, controlling the workers' movement through yellow union. This is a strong way for them. And we always try to make real union organization, but it is not so easy in our country. Another possible way to understand the repression against these garment workers that are fighting for a pay rise is the upcoming election in January, do you think that has anything to do with the repression that workers are experiencing? Just one year ago, when we started the movement, uh, especially for the campaign for the twenty-five thousand taka, that time we several several times we mentioned that uh, workers should get the new wage before the election period because. Uh, when uh, in any country election politics starts that time, many things happen. And in our country, there is a struggle going on for the democracy and voting right and against uh, fascist regime. So um, we thought it could be uh, easiest way to give wage before this election period. But I think the owner chose this time for their own interest. They want to use this time uh, because this time they oh, most of the um, workers area not only workers area people lives in fear and many things happen like arrest uh, control repression or uh, against uh, the all, all opposition parties so within this they try to 
give uh, workers low wage as they want. So I think they intentionally choose this time because the wage board as per law, they have six months time period, but they can also increase their time if they need. And they within six months, the wage board couldn't manage to give a single proposal for workers. After passing the six months, then they, they proposed uh, 10,000. 400 taka, then finally they declared 12,000 taka. So they choose this political election time just to deprive uh, workers, I think. Bangladeshi garment workers need international solidarity at this moment in time. What can our listeners do to support you? When this uh, wage movement is uh, going on, that time many international brands also uh, say that they are ready to pay more. All these are promises. We don't know when uh, their promise will uh, execute. But I think that for the decent wage or uh, the well-being of workers is not only a matter of local entrepreneur or government. Because you know that in uh, Bangladeshi government workers, when they stitch uh, the tag made in Bangladesh and the all product, goes to international uh, consumer and through all this process they also become the part of globalization so I think the responsibility also goes to consumer and international brands Uh, and also we need to make uh, international solidarity with other trade unions uh, to uh, fight together uh, which is very important to be with each other I think. Teslima, thank you so much for your time on the program today. Is there anything you want to add? I want to say something uh, especially to consumer because um, I know and all of we know that uh, our Bangladeshi garment workers made the consumers day beautiful with new dresses, with fast fashion. Sometimes they don't know what kind of blood said or what kind of real story behind this t-shirt so they can also make pressure on international brands and through uh, international brands uh, owner and Bangladeshi government uh, all together can work together and also uh, we can work we can make a solidarity breach for our workers who actually the backbone of our economy So I want solidarity and support for Bangladeshi government workers. Uh, I believe that our workers don't beg anything. Uh, This is their right. And we think we can work together, fight together to save our workers and our world. That was Teslima Akhtar, President of Bangladeshi Garment Workers Solidarity, speaking about the current strike and protest wave amongst Bangladeshi garment workers for an increase to their minimum wage. And that's all we've got time for on today's program. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Music for Accent of Women was written and produced by George Kanjeri. 
If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.